0: So we all know summer is approaching, which is very exciting. Warmer days are coming. Um, so fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. You can meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-created meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus and Keto.
1: Fact is fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time
0: to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to
1: choose from every week, you'll always have a new flavor to explore.
0: Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust.
1: Make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert.
0: Stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like shrimp and blackened salmon. Keep your kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up, which Lou hates to do. I do. I hate cleaning up. (laughs) Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage your calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat or simply eat well and balanced, which just makes cooking and meal prep easy at home. Not that you're cooking or meal prepping, they've done it all for you. Head to meals.com slash common50 and use common50 to get 50% off
1: your first box plus 20% off for your next month. That's code common50 at meals.com slash common 50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and
0: what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Christmas to you. I was going to jingle bell, jingle Jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell time. Jingle jingle bell rock. Hey. As the jingle bell just began. Why don't we know any of the words? All I'm thinking is that the mum from Mean Girls. Yes, (laughs) same. Merry... Christmas. It's not Christmas yet, but <clears throat> we're getting is- in the spirit early. We're getting in the spirit. I feel it. Well, I'm wearing a Chrissy hat. So Lou's I feel got it. a Santa hat on. I've got my Christmas jewels on. <laughs> Guys, I'm wearing these like cute red, like tartan kind of pants. You can't see them, obviously, but you know, I've got the necklace on. The necklace is. Let's just clarify,
1: it's not Christmas as such, but it's Christmas colours.
0: Yeah, thank you. It's got strawberries. You're wearing a blue jumper, okay? I told her, wear something Christmas, wear something festive. Nothing. Comes up in a dreamer blue jumper. <laughs> I got nothing. So excited. We love Christmas. Well, love. Well, we uh, love the Christmas spirit. Uh, well, yeah. We love festivities, I yes. guess. Like the feeling. Yeah. Because we're, like, romantics, Christmas movies. Oh,
1: Christmas carols. Like. Just the vibe around Christmas time. Everyone's so nice. Well,
0: most of the time. Well, I when I dream of Christmas, I'm more or less thinking of a white Christmas feeling, mm. though. Like, obviously, an Aussie Christmas is iconic. <laughs> Sausage sizzle. You know, water by slides. the pool. Getting sunburnt. Normally it rains. <laughs> <laughs> Aunty Dan's drunk as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one. She's so funny. Um, But, no, I'm, like, I always dream of, like, the – the, the like, the fairy lights that are up. Like, I'm picturing New York, London, yeah. Yeah. white Christmas. Like, we were in LA a few years ago mm. right before Christmas at like, the Grove and yeah. all the lights were up. And... 2018, wasn't it? <gasps> Don't oh, scare no, wait, me. Oh, no, it's 2019. Scares me thinking about years <gasps> wait, and timing. When was it? 2019. Uh,
1: nineteen. 2019, no. yeah. Because tw- COVID happened in 2020. Was... No,
0: no, it was 2018,
1: low. No, it was 2019. I had short hair. We went no. Yeah, we went to Venice and you stayed with Pixie and Jesse. No, no, I'm talking
0: about the time before that with the girls. That was 2018. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was thinking about with like uh, Yaz and Sarah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, we're getting in the festive spirit, guys. This is our finale episode of our first season of being podcasters. Ah. So funny. First season wrap up. First season wrap up. So we just thought today we'd just have a really fun time. We don't even have a mantra of the week. (gasps) I was I know I was just thinking that. So we thought we'd just have a really fun episode. We're going to talk all things festivities, we're going to talk about some goal-setting for the new year, uh, you know, some of our dreams and ambitions, and we're also going to play a fun game today. And then we're going to talk about some of your guys' Christmas Funny stories, Christmas crazy which traditions. have been cracking me up. We've got a lot to jam-pack into this episode. Um, It's going to be a really fun one. Yeah. We're excited. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. I have it in my notes. Okay. It actually is so fitting for our life right now because – We've been making some pretty rash, crazy decisions lately. Yeah. Just about YOLOing, not really thinking, diving head on. Mm-hmm. So, this is our mantra, mantra of, of, the the of the week. <laughs> Lou, repeat after me. Ready. Whatever I yearn for yearns for me too. Whatever I yearn for yearns for me too. I don't need logic to tell me whether something is possible. I
1: don't need logic to tell me whether something's possible. Mm. Love that. Mm. Isn't that so fitting? Sometimes you've just got to go with how you feel and not what you think and just get out of your head because we live so much in our head 24-7. We mm-hmm. need to drop into our heart mm-hmm. and into
0: our soul and feed that for once. Well, do you know what's funny? There's actually one more line of the mantra I just decided oh. to cut it out, but it literally said, I only need to know how strongly I feel it's mine to make it real. Yes. I should have included that, but I thought oh. I was like, you know, I just wanted to keep it short, but damn right. Can you repeat that last line again? I can. It is... <laughs> I only need to know how strongly I feel it's mine mm. to make it real. Oh, love. Yeah. So it's like what we were talking about on the phone this morning on the way here, we've just got some de- a big decision to make about our trip to London. Mm-hmm. Just there's been some COVID stuff. Things come up and we're just tossing up between when, when and if, more like when we go when to London.
1: Go.
0: Yeah. We're like thinking about moving our trip a bit more forward or do we – put it on hold for a bit and we both just we want to get there we don't want to live our life in fear anymore we just want to like big YOLO Mm -hmm. hopefully it all works out for the best but we've obviously you know we're asking friends for opinions and we're talking to people and there's a lot of fear mongering that Mm -hmm. people obviously are trying to project onto us which of course people are just trying to make sure we're making a smart decision but we said to each other we need to trust our own intuition focus on what we really desire and do want to do and like
1: we wanna... If worse comes to worse, then we have to quarantine for two weeks. And I'd rather just live my life. <laughs>
0: Christmas time. It'd be a bit shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. But
0: you know what? We'd be in the same boat. Yeah. And it's not the worst thing we could ever go through in our life. No.
1: Being stuck in a hotel room
0: together. We've been here for two years now and our biggest goal is to get back overseas. And, you know, it's – it's want to grow and develop and have fun. And... Yeah. So, yeah, anyways, bit off track, but that's – there's been lots That's of decisions swirling around this morning. <gasps> Excited though. How could that – was that mantra I that know. really fit? I, I had it saved in my notes from a few like days ago. I thought we'll save this for when we might need save it. Save it for a rainy day. And it was Literally. perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Angels, we hear you loud and call, Lou.
1: <laughs> Okay. So, Lou, what do you do for Christmas every year? Like what is something that – do you have any sort of traditions or like – what What is it that you usually do each year when it comes around?
0: I normally hate Chrissy. I called myself the Grinch for quite a while. <laughs> like I love the lead up to it, but actual Christmas Day, I feel like brings up so much weird yeah. feelings for me. I know for so many people it does. Like families are really complex. Mm. I feel like this year is going to be a bit weird for me. Mm. Um, like it'll be fine, but it just might be a bit more weird. I guess, um, Christmas day is actually my brother's birthday as well. Mm. So we're just going to try and make sure that's really special for Harrison this year and all of that. But normally we just have a big lunch at my mom's house. That's what it's been for the past few years, but we normally do orphan Christmas. Like normally
1: Mm.
0: all of my friends that like live in Byron, whose families are in Melbourne or not close by, like we always host my friends for Christmas. Like, um, some of my friends used to, yeah, we just all used to link up. So it's really fun when we do that. I don't know if it'll be that this year. Um, but we just have my mum's side over and we just have a big lunch and I always try and corrupt my younger cousins and get them drunk. Like quite literally, that's just what happens. It's just me trying to force them to get drunk with me. And Auntie Dan always ends up being lit and we play games in the in the in the in the front yard. In the front yard. Cute like cricket. No, no. Huh. Like, I don't know what we play. We, like, just end up, like, dancing. I don't oh, know. Okay. It's a bit weird. There's just videos of Arnie Dan and I flipping around the place dancing. Acrobats, handstands. Weirdly, Yeah. I don't even know. We just end up running around. Cute. I can't remember what games it is, but different things every year. <laughs> or we might skirt down to the beach for an afternoon swim if mm. my friends come. I feel like that's
1: such an Aussie thing, like, yeah. especially on Sunset Gold Coast. Sunset swim. Yeah.
0: What do you get up to?
1: just the huge i mean just the family lunch but you know usually i've whoever i'm dating at the time like we'll mm-hmm. do like you know
0: half and half half and
1: half we'll do like brunch at one per, like one family's house mm-hmm. and then lunch or whatever or like a christmas eve dinner at one and then lunch at the other but this is my first single year and um literally oh. this is my first single christmas in probably eight to nine years or something like that wow. Yeah, because I've always had boyfriends you
0: might get a little sad I remember when I became single and it was the first Christmas mm. and I was
1: like oh no present from the boy
0: but also Devo because I wanted to half spend Christmas with you but you're bloody going to noosa oh yeah I'm going to noosa this
1: year yeah so that'll be fun my sister's um partner his whole family's going to and they do everything very extra because they're Italian well then, you're
0: technically doing a a little joint Christmas. Yeah, it'll be
1: fun. It'll I mean, be so I'm actually fun. excited. Yeah, it'll be cute.
0: So fun. I kind of just like Christmas to be over and done with, to be honest.
1: Yeah, the actual Christmas day, like, because obviously, you know, I've got divorced parents, and I remember when I was younger, we had to do like half day with mom, half day yeah. with dad. But now that I'm older, I just do what I want. Yeah,
0: it's such a build up to it. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, it's just another day. It's just another day, but. Yeah. Can't wait to have kids and, like, buy them presents because that's, know. like, my favorite part. Oh, when I was younger, Christmas was my thing. Like, Same. Like, mum, we used to have this um, – we used to go to our beach house for Christmas on this island, Stratty. Um, and mum, there was, like, this, this, like, phone number you could call that was to call Santa. And it would be Mrs. Claus. It was, like, this <laughs> – um, it would be this – message bank that it would always ring and I'd mum go do you want to try call again and I'd be like yeah I was dying to talk to Santa I was such a believer Same. and I was such a believer Same. they fooled me like with all the cakes and the carrot sticks for the drain yeah and the milk leave out all the milk oh. and your dad would go and eat a little bite cookie, Yeah, <laughs> oh I fucking miss that it was so much fun <laughs> and it was like call this number and it always be like this is Mrs Claus Santa is just out right now doing a delivery he'll be back soon and then mum would like Played played it I'd be out riding on my bike Like And she would yell out the window Cards The phone's ringing Santa's calling And I would Sprint <laughs> inside Like literally At a million miles an hour Sprint And she'd get it, and And she'd be like Oh you just missed it again like, Oh my she? god <gasps> Evil But I would get my hopes up oh. So much How did you realise Santa wasn't real? Do you remember the moment? No I don't oh. I think like maybe a friend said it or something. I don't remember,
1: but I remember being literally oh so dis- – I-, I can't believe I didn't catch on sooner. My <laughs> mum, the bloody idiot, would write love Santa and love mum the same – exactly the same. <laughs> like how did I not
0: catch on? <laughs> I remember the minute I, f- I found out. Really? I was snooping around my mum and dad's bedroom at, um one Christmas and I was like looking to see if I could find sneak peeks of the presents oh. and I remember finding – this like half-wrapped present and it – I can't remember what it was, like a keyboard or something or other. And I was like, oh, yeah, like getting this from mum and dad. And then I remember on Christmas Day the keyboard – said Santa. – was from Santa. And what did you say? I confronted them. <gasps> I did. I confronted <laughs> them. I said, this is supposed to be from Santa. You mean this is supposed to be from mum and dad? Well, oh, yeah, but where's – you've given yeah yeah it was yes. I saw this in your yeah. in your bedroom or whatever and um anyways and then did they admit it they admitted it how old were they you? were also probably relieved that they didn't have to keep up the facade yeah <laughs> I was pretty young but I was like you know I had I had my time I had my few years of believing in Santa mm-hmm. I was devo I think I was about eight or nine or maybe ten I hope you hope no children are listening to <laughs> oh, <on> this. <laughs> not that anyone under the age of surely not Yeah,
2: don't let your kids
0: listen to us, (laughs) boys. Especially not with the next game we're about to play. Oh, we're so excited for this. So we're playing Never Have I Ever. We have the shake-up Mr. Consistent Shout out Mr. Consistent, card game. We actually record out of the Mr. Consistent studios, studios if anyone was wondering. <laughs> we love our Mr. Consistent fan. <laughs> Mr. Consistent you guys. one more time. <laughs> um, so we're going to play. They've got a card game that's, um, as I said, never have I ever. And we've actually never played this together. No. We had a re- read through some of
1: the cards um, last week just like, just being a little bit curious, and then that's what made us want to do it this week
0: because they're actually really good. Here, you take the you take the lead on this. Okay. I don't really know how do we play it. Like, I, I, it's obviously supposed to be a drinking game. Okay, so we got our We've decaf got, coffees. We don't have much today, guys. I we had an ordeal on the highway the other day. Oh,
1: yeah, remember me fainting last time, guys? Well, Cart's fainted almost on the highway driving, so we had to pull over and I had to drive. <laughs>
0: Low blood sugar level tings, so I've just tried to avoid any caffeine now. I don't know. I got too anxious. My head got really light, and I was like, I'm just going to stop drinking caffeine for a little bit. So we're back on the decaf coffee train. I've got a decaf oat iced latte. <laughs> half water,
1: half oat. Half
0: water, half oat milk.
1: I've got a decaf oat milk cappuccino. <laughs> it's delicious. A little city. I can still coffee swell. All right. First one. Have you ever embarrassed yourself at a work event?
0: Like, yes. Probably getting too litty. Do you remember the Mo? No. There's probably been a lot.
1: I can't remember. I can't think of anything. Am I just going to do a couple and then we'll swap? Yeah, whatever. Been an extra in a movie. I have not. I have. What it's, movie? I did extra work for ages after <gasps> acting school. I did yes. all this extra work. I did um this TV show called Terra Nova. I did H2O.
0: <gasps> I did yeah. Iconic, you're in yeah. H2O. Yeah. Ah!
1: <laughs> I did um Oh, what else did I do? I did quite a few actually. I don't I don't even remember, but I would do it all the time. It was so much fun. So fun. I just loved the food, the food trucks. Oh were Um, Have you ever been to a nude beach?
0: Yes, in Europe. Did you go nude? No. That was before I got the the tatas done. There was no way in hell they were seeing the light of day in front of a group of people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have you? I've been to a nude beach, but I didn't go nude.
0: Watch me. Euro summer 2020. Fuck, 2022, sorry. I know. 2022, Euro summer. I'll have the Gina out and everything. Let's go. Full (laughs) nude. (laughs) Gina can see the light. <laughs>
1: Gina can get a ten. <laughs> Never have I ever had a terrifying experience during an overseas holiday. I have.
0: What was yours?
1: I was in Miami with Will and we went to this um, like bar, this random like weird bar and – we went to well, – Will had to quickly run to the bathroom, so I was just waiting outside the bathroom and this guy, this older guy comes over and, like, grabs me and is like, I'm going to take you home. <gasps> I remember this. And then Will, like, came out of the bathroom and saw him, like, grabbing me and, like, re- like grabbed and pulled me away and was like, run and made me run down. He's like, go get a taxi now because apparently he um, got told that that guy had a gun.
2: <gasps> what? And,
1: yeah. Yeah, Miami. I'm in
0: Miami, bitch. So we
1: full ran out and, like, ran away and, like, it was really scary. Freaky.
0: Yeah. God, the worst that's happened to me was losing my passport.
1: <laughs> yes, I And guess.
0: almost breaking down my relationship on that Euro trip. <laughs> <laughs> Never have I ever sexted the wrong person. <laughs> I feel like I this do. might be you. You're a bit of a sexter. I am a little bit. You're a naughty sexter. Only with, like, boyfriends. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually meant to send... You were text and I sent it to Will, and it was me <laughs> saying, "Oh my god, I remember this! I said I tested out my new vibrator, and all it's done is make me want to have sex with Will. Will." That was after we broke
0: up. Oh, I remember that. I didn't like that new vibrator; it was too full-on. <laughs> <laughs> Got an easy way in. Sometimes they're a bit too powerful, but then you adjust. Yeah, it was a lot. Um. Anyways, yeah. I have not ever sexed the wrong person. I used to sex when I was young and horny, but like mm-hmm. now I'm. You getting
1: now a I'm, message the other week?
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> she got <a> dick <laughs> I just like shut down a bit. I'm like, are we not too old to be doing this? Like, sure, if I'm in a relationship, but I'm not like, yeah. like I'll send some cute, sexy pics if I'm in a relationship. But oh my god, yeah, someone <laughs> someone sent me something the other week, and I just was like,
1: ah! yeah, it was just so random out of nowhere.
0: Never have I ever regretted getting back with an ex.
1: <sighs> I don't regret anything because, like, I believe that everything happens for a reason.
0: Yeah, and I've never gotten back with an ex. I've only had one. Actually, there is a part of my first
1: boyfriend. I shouldn't have yeah. taken him back that many times. No, Idiot. No. Idiot. Nah. So, yeah, I do.
0: Um, Never have I ever cracked up laughing in a serious situation. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> never have I ever had a paranormal experience. Yes, I have. Mm. Ooh, the haunting of Arara Court. Oh, where's Arara? <laughs> Where I used to live. Oh my god, scary. <laughs> yes, dude. You know my whole story, don't you? Mm, I don't know. Oh, wait in Byron. Yes.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So Freaky. I'll try and
0: make long stories short. But it was f- horrifying. I um, lived in this house in Byron, and it was like a big, cute timber house. And we lived right near the cemetery in Lily in Byron, and yeah. um. We had this girl come and stay in our house for a week or so and she was really into like horror movies and like demonic shit, like loved Ouija boards and I was very, I'm very light side spiritual girl. We're talking Mm -hmm. angels, archangels, (laughs) guardians, like I don't want to fuck with any dark magic voodoo tings. I will never touch a Ouija board, you know. No way. Um. Anyways, she was downstairs summoning demons apparently or just like she loved watching horror movies and like would read like horror stories and like really like was into dark, darkness. Mm. And she must have like, this is going to get really woo-woo for anyone that doesn't believe in this stuff, but like you can just skip ahead if you don't. Um, She honestly must have opened our house up to some kind of energetic field because we literally live so close to a cemetery that's already got so many like past lives and energy that resides there and it's not all bad energies but you've got you've got obviously bad energies of people that have passed anyways this weird shit started happening I had my room was um at the back of the house it was separate to the house like I had to like open two doors to get inside like to go to the bathroom kind of thing it was like yeah. a little like shed out the back it was really cool but it was on the back near this big deck and I remember at nighttime when I go to sleep this one night I felt like I could just hear everything happening outside. Like my ears were like hyper alert and everything was really freaking me out. And I never really got scared. I lived alone before. Like anyways, the guy I was seeing at the time, he fell asleep really quickly that night, like blacked out. And I was just laying there and I could hear everything outside. And I started getting like full paranoia. Like I was like freaking out. Like I was so scared to the point where I was just frozen and I couldn't wake him up to say anything because I was so terrified and I started hearing big loud footsteps on the back deck. It was like pitch black and I was like I don't I don't know what to do and I couldn't move. Anyways, I was frozen in fear and couldn't wake him up. And then all of a sudden like a minute later he shoots up and goes, "Carriea." And I was like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" Like I'm freaking out, I'm freaking out like there's I feel like there's someone outside and he goes he used to get sleep paralysis. And he goes, I was just standing outside looking in into the window, yelling at you to wake up to let me in. And you'd locked me outside. And there was a guy here trying to come inside and like hurt you. And I was yelling like from out, he was like in his sleep process, he was standing outside looking in. And he was like, and you wouldn't let me in. You were just staring at me and you weren't moving. And I was like, oh, my God, I literally feel like someone's outside. With that, boom, he falls asleep again. He just stops talking and he falls asleep again. And I'm really freaking out now. I was too scared to even grab my phone and text Georgie, my roommate, inside and be like, I need your help. I remember I laid there for like 30 minutes and I could just feel this energy of this guy looking at me. He was outside waiting for me. And then with that, I, I remember I waited and then I suddenly just grabbed my phone and just put my head down and bolted inside and quickly woke Georgie up. And she was really spiritual as well. And she said, I could feel something was up. What the hell's going on? I was sobbing. I didn't go to sleep that night. I stayed up crying for hours until the sun rose. Then every single night for the next three weeks, I did not sleep. I mm. had full-blown paranoia. I felt someone with me 24-7, like on the back of my shoulder. And none of my other roommates had it at all. They, It was just me. My roommate Jordan had to sleep in my bed every night with me because I just couldn't get to sleep, and I remember the day when it came to my breaking point. I called my mom when I was in town and I was like, "I need to go to a mental hospital. I think I have full blown schizophrenia paranoia. Oh my God. I'll never forget it. I was so terrified, and anyways, long story short, one day um we to get rid of it i was i called this psychic that I knew to, to like help me clear this energy. And she, we'd booked her in to come the next week. But this one night I got into the shower. I could feel him staring at me through this glass window that we had. And it wasn't, it wasn't, there was no curtain in front of it. So my neighbours could practically see in as well. But I could feel him standing there staring at me. And it was like the worst, worst night. I was like naked. So I was like panicked. Sorry, this is a really long story, but it's almost done. Um... (laughs) And I could feel him just staring at me and I just started yelling and I couldn't move again. And Georgie with that walks out to the back deck and she's got some like voodoo white witch magic. Like she's amazing. And she starts yelling like, leave her alone, leave her. It was like a movie. Leave her alone, like go. And my, so my auntie Wendy, who had passed away, I always feel her around me. I always feel her energy. And with that, I felt my auntie Wendy on the back deck with Georgie like trying to clear the energy and all of a sudden Georgie stops yelling. I feel him stop staring at me and I just hear like steps. It was the craziest thing. I could feel him leave, walk down the side of the house. Georgie quickly runs and opens the door and she goes, he's gone, he's gone. And I was like, I know, I can feel he's gone. And after that, everything was
1: fine. What the hell?
0: That's my story. That's crazy. I'll never forget that. It was the most horrifying thing that's ever happened to me.
1: Oh, my God. And
0: I didn't know that full story. Yep. We got evicted three weeks later <gasps> for no reason. What? Mm. And that's when I moved to Sydney. I would have never, like, left that quickly. Wow. We got evicted for, like, noise complaints or something, but we weren't really doing anything. Wow. Mm-hmm. Really crazy. Think... Anyways. Jeez. <laughs> didn't know we'd get into that story today, but, yeah, really mental. Oof. Paranormal stuff is so real. I haven't personally. I've like had a bit of sleep
1: paralysis, but that's it.
0: I always say never wish that experience on my worst enemy. Yeah. I'll just never forget calling my mom saying I have schizophrenia. Oh
1: my god. I
0: fully was like I need to go to a mental hospital. I was terrified 24/7. Scary. Anyways, let's lift the mood. <laughs> yeah. Lift the mood. Never have I ever had to cover up a cheeky mark from the night before. Uh, (laughs) Yes.
2: yes.
1: (laughs) I remember I was on the bus going to Super where I worked when I was like 16 and my friend was covering up my big hickey on my neck. Not good.
0: Yeah. Ew. I hate when people give me hickeys. I know. It's such a teenage thing. I'm in my 20s. (laughs) Please don't do that anymore. Unless, no, actually don't. Don't do that. Still so
1: young <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never have I ever been ghosted mm. I don't yeah. know You have? Yeah oh. One person mm. Never in my life had I been ghosted before okay. Your face then. No, actually sadness It really hurt mm. It's the most evil thing you can do to someone I just don't understand it Like why can't you facilitate a conversation?
1: Some people are just cowardly
0: so cowardly. Yeah, he ghosted me and then months later sent me a massive apology message. And was like, you're literally iconic. <laughs> Sorry I ghosted you. Then ghosted you again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ew. Once a ghost, always a ghost.
0: Yeah. That. Oh, my God. Me, my voice, so sad. I know. It was so hard. It took me so long to get over. People always message me like, how do you deal with being ghosted? I was like, I actually have no advice on this because – There's, it just like time helps with it, but it's still, um it still haunts me. You just got to not take it personally and realize that they're just got terrible communication
1: skills Mm -hmm. and that you deserve better.
0: Well, I realized it wasn't about me. No. That's what helps me get through it. And even when he like came back and sent me a massive message, it was never about me. It was about him. Yeah. So yeah. Never have I ever been slapped across the face. Yes. Mm. By who? (laughs) Oh, oh, oh in a more oh. of a sexy way. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Shit. Have you ever had someone write a song about you? Yes. Really? Yes. Who? <laughs> the same person. Did you get it sent to you at least? No. Bloody hell. He like
0: spoke out. He like said the, what he wrote to me. Oh. I wanted to cry. Oh. It's
1: really sweet. Jeez, there's a lot of answers
0: from this person. I know. Oh, don't.
1: <laughs> Have you ever been caught in the act?
0: Yep. Same. When were you? In Byron. Nicole walked in. (laughs)
1: Oh, that's not bad. At least it's a friend. I've been caught by my very first boyfriend's dad walked in.
0: (gasps) No. Yeah, and
1: he was like – I just don't understand because we he literally was going, "Nathan, Nathan." And Nathan was like, "Don't come in, Dad. Whatever you do, don't come in." <laughs> and he's like, "What are you saying?" It's like he wanted to. Ew. And he like opened the door and I was like, and the doona was like all the way on the ground and oh. we didn't like we were just frozen and he just like covered me and yeah, it was not good. Oh, yucky. Yeah. yeah. But also I'm pretty sure um Will's parents like almost walked in like I would yeah.
0: I would hate it if my mum walked in. Oh my God. I think I would never live that down. I've walked in on my mum and dad having sex before when I was younger. Oh, no Traumatized way. the living daylights out of me. I'll never get it out of my head. No way. I hated it. Hated it. I hated my dad after it. Oh. Couldn't look at him. Ew. It's like, what are you doing to my mum?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so traumatizing when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just like, think it's this dirty, dirty act. Yeah, it seems pretty foul. Have it you is... ever wet your pants in a public place?
0: Yes. <laughs> I have. When I was younger, oh well, I used to laugh so hard that I'd pee myself. Oh my god. And I got my bladder under control.
1: Oh. Need to do those pelvic floor exercises. Oh, no. Have you ever given or received a lap dance?
0: <laughs> I'm sure over my time I've definitely yeah, I've definitely received one. And I've probably given a joking one.
1: Yeah. I want to get good at that, though. I know. We should do those dance classes. We want to do, like,
0: the heels dance classes. Yeah. Like, imagine just being, like, in a club and whipping out some sexy moves. Mm, yeah. I feel like it would just empower us. We'd be so confident. Like, I want to empower my sexuality a little bit more. Hone yeah. in on it. Yeah. My just, feminine goddess energy. a little
1: side hobby for us. Is that
0: going to say a little side hustle? <laughs> side
1: hustle? We become strippers. Oh, gosh. I could never. Only because I'm too shy.
0: You're too shy. Too I'd be shy. too shy as well.
1: Um, okay. Should we do a couple more and then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever gone on a date with someone 10 years or older or 10 years <laughs> younger?
0: Yes. <laughs> who? I can't say who. Uh, but yeah, we both have. Yeah, we both have.
1: Have you ever slid into a celebrity's DM? <laughs> have I? <laughs> I have. Quite a few, and they replied.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I can't say his name. I mean,
0: I have, but I wouldn't. Final three. Never have I ever done a drive by of my ex's house. Oh, I used to do
1: it (gasps) all the time when I was younger. Really? For what? All the time. I would just see if they were home or if they had a girl over. Like, I was, when I was younger, I was actually crazy. Wow. Yeah, when I was 18, because my boyfriend would cheat on me all the time.
2: That would make me crazy. crazy.
0: Yeah, I've never done that. Yeah. Are you going to be honest or are you going to lie? Oh, depends. (laughs) Never have I – well, I don't know either answer. Never have I ever flirted with someone I knew was in a relationship? Uh, No. There's definitely been a moment for me where I've not flirted with someone, but in my head I was thinking things. (gasps) Yeah, I think that's different. It's different. I'm not actively doing it, but in my head I'm thinking, oh, oh, if only I could. Never have I ever partied for 24 hours straight. Ooh. I don't think I have. I have bender queen. Uh, no, no, I'm not bender queen. I'm such a little wimp. But I've definitely done 24 hours Coachella. Coach, yeah, yeah. I slept. I've always slept.
1: Actually, no. There was that one that last day, but we didn't keep partying. We were just
0: driving back, but we didn't sleep. Remember? Yeah, we wanted to keep going. Yeah. Never have I ever snuck into a concert. Have you ever jumped a fence to a festival? No. I have, like, been given a wrist, like, swapped bands. Yeah. But never, like, jumped the fence as such. When we were younger, we used to jump. I didn't do much of the jumping. I would somehow get someone's wristband (laughs) and sneak in, but my whole group of friends would always jump.
1: Yeah, I knew heaps of people that would jump.
0: We used to sneak backstage and, like, sneak into the AAA areas and stuff. (laughs) Never have I ever given someone bad advice on purpose. No, doll. No. That's
1: evil. Never
0: have I ever moved overseas for a relationship.
1: Uh well, not really. I mean, I went over to LA for like a few weeks, and s-
0: for a guy, mm. we've I think we've both definitely gone overseas for a guy. Yeah, but not moved. But I did stay there for like almost a mm-hmm. month or something. Mm-hmm. I would move overseas for a for yeah. Something. I would
1: hundred percent. We're hopeless romantics. Anything for love.
0: <laughs> Never have I ever cried in order to get my way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One hundred fucking percent. Probably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Never have I ever been proposed to.
1: Almost. Bloody hell. Yeah, maybe.
0: Okay, let's be honest. Never have I ever created a fake social media account for stalking purposes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who hasn't? If you haven't, you're lying. Yeah. Sorry. I tried to resist
0: resist it for a while, but...
1: You need it sometimes. Curiosity got the best of me.
0: Yeah. All right. That's it for Never Have I Ever. Let's get on to some of your... um, Well, I posted on the. uh, It's CC account. Posted on the Common Chaos Insta account for you guys to send in some funny Christmas stories or your funny Christmas traditions that you have with your family. So we're going to read some out for you. So Claire Myers wrote in and said, my uncle fell out of a massive tree. We
1: released balloons for my late grandfather and cousin every year at Christmas. Aww. One year a balloon got stuck in the tree, so my uncle, who had far too many red wines to be climbing trees, climbed up the tree to release it. Note, it was not an easy tree to climb either and it was quite high. He made it up okay, released the balloon, and then proceeded to fall out of the tree oh, no. into the neighbor's backyard. <gasps> I have no idea how he escaped it without injury, but he did. And my auntie now has banned him from drinking red wine at all family events. Oh, cute. Just trying to do
0: a nice little gesture and uncle's flying out of a tree. But why red wine? Like,
1: it's it's, it's
0: just, it should be all alcohol. All alcohol.
1: (laughs) Not just the red wine. Don't discriminate.
0: This one (laughs) made me giggle a bit, but it's a bit extreme. Um, Yeah. Okay, this is from Teresa. Quick backstory: my auntie has an autistic son. He is thirty-five-ish, but had a mind over three. Has a mindset of a three-year-old. Anyway, one Christmas, we were at my nan's house celebrating, and my cousin loves to go on drives. So my dad wanted to take him for a drive around the beach, as we don't get to see him very often. So my dad took him and on the way home, my dad forgot to lock the doors and my cousin decided to open it whilst my dad was driving and jump out. It was on the street of my grandma's house, but she lives on a busy street. So my dad quickly parks the car and starts chasing him as my cousin is autistic. He is finding this hilarious <laughs> and and his... And he's like crossing the busy road whilst my dad is chasing him. And we heard chaos outside. So our whole family goes outside and takes a look and notices what's happening. And my dad finally gets a hold of my autistic cousin. And they both fall onto the grass. And due to this being a busy road, I don't know if someone called the police or if it was just a coincidence.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: They, it's just a coincidence that they were driving past, but the police stopped and tackled my dad because it would have looked like to them that my dad was wrestling my cousin and they tried to put handcuffs on my dad and my cousin got free and started running again whilst my dad <laughs> is trying to tell the police officer that he is autistic. And once the police officers get an understanding of what my dad's saying, all three of them started chasing my cousin and it eventually got him home safe. Oh, my God. Merry Christmas. That is chaos. That's pure chaos. <laughs> Chrissy chaos. Chrissy chaos. Oh, my God. The poor doll. Oh. Your dad's just out there trying to do a nice thing. Oh. and imagine the cousin would have just been thinking that he's having the best time of his life they're running around I hope someone filmed it oh my god that would be
1: great great story uh this is Zoe she says hey Sue and Lou here's my Chrissy story time it was my boyfriend's first time spending Christmas day with my family and all the cousins and we're all in our 20s so we party or go home. We party hard or go home basically. He and I were expecting chill vibes and maybe a little bit of partying, but Lordy did all the cousins go hard. He ended up vomiting all day in the garden by the end of lunchtime, (gasps) multiple times. Then we had both families over for Christmas dinner afterwards, which was at some bougie restaurant and he was absolutely gone. Quite the rowdy Christmas, but hey, he's been up for it again. So cheers to that. And See lovey, See lovey, Say lovey, See lovey, Also living for you guys. Nothing else gets me through much-needed walk- weekly walks with your potty on play.
0: Aww. Love you, love you. What's her name? Zoe. Love you so so zoo 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 And your boyfriend, you, whoever his name is, that's a great first impression, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh oh my. my! What a trooper
1: for like continuing on through the dinner.
0: Well, you'd have to. It's his first Christmas meeting, the fam. You've got to suck oh, it up. Man, I wouldn't. I'd be like, I'm going to bed. Peace. See ya. <laughs> okay. This one, this one gets me. This is the one that I was literally cackling at myself for. I wish that we could show a photo to you guys listening because it's, it's funny. Did okay. they send a photo through? Mm-hmm. This is Kate. Before COVID and when I could see my family in Sydney for Christmas, she's living in Melbourne now, We have a tradition where we play a game of Monopoly and then whoever loses has to wear a sweater with a giant penis on it. (laughs) Everyone but my aunt really laughs at it and I'll try to find a photo similar to the one it is, but the deal is that they have to wear it for the entire day and to the lunch and when we go to the beach. Kind of like this except it's black and hasn't got a pattern. Look, I'm going to show you, Lou, the photo. Imagine wearing this around for Christmas fucking day. (gasps) Oh, my God. That's hideous. <laughs> uh, if I can explain this to you, it is a Christmas sweater. So picture your most classic Christmas sweater, and it literally has a big dairy, a big dairy, a big hairy bull sack. Yeah, on the chest. And dick. And the neck goes the, up into the, where the, the, the dick neck would be. Your, your head, head is the head dick. of the penis. <laughs> literally, that's pretty iconic. Oh Some families God. do the funniest stuff. Wow. Some my family's f- boring. I know. I should get this. You I should. should invent this. I'm this is what I'm most excited about for my family. Yeah, it's like I creating your own traditions. My own and... traditions, doing so much funny stuff, yeah. like random games. Yeah. Just giggles, fun times. Oh, I'm so excited. I know. Christmas. Let's pop some babies out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so to
1: end this episode, we want to just touch on our goals and um, what we kind of have in mind for next year and our manifestations.
0: You know, New Year's resolutions and Year's stuff because we're going to talk to you guys for, well, we don't really know how long. Yeah, we're going to take a bit of a break. Probably like – Probably a month. A month or so off yeah. just until we're settled in Sydney and we've got our new studio there. It's kind yeah. sad leaving here but once we've, you know, got everything sorted, we'll be back for season two. Mm-hmm. So we just thought we'd do a little New Year's um, – manifestation sessions, Yes. like just super cash really cash just some of our goals and things that you know you could take some inspiration from i guess so when it comes to goal setting i personally like to like categorize so i
1: have like relationship or friendship goals i have um career goals and like health goals and then like some personal ones mm-hmm. as well um but That's just me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I try and keep mine. Like, you know, everyone for New Year's, like, does these big, like, New Year's. I never really do a New Year's resolution really because I'm just, like, I'm constantly kind of switching my goals and Mm. stuff. But I think more than anything my focus for, like, starting the new year, at least for us, is really just to, you know, hone in on our new project together. And for me it's not getting distracted in Sydney with, like, mindless social socializing and partying and drinking and spending money on silly stuff. Like I just want to like get back into a really good routine. Mm-hmm. Like Stay aligned. My meditation. I haven't been meditating in so long. Mm-hmm. My meditation, my daily journaling, yoga, just working out, eating more meals at home and cooking and like being by the beach and spending time with just my handful of close friends that I know feel me, not yeah. random social friends that drain me.
1: Yeah. And in Sydney we've both said that like it's very it's going to be a challenge Mm -hmm. to stay on track but we have had many discussions over it and we're Mm -hmm. going to keep each other in check Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so important to set these goals and write them down or say them out loud Mm -hmm. so that you can hold
0: yourself accountable, you know what you're working towards and you know kind of where you're going and what you need to do to get there. I literally said to you like I'm telling you this so you can hold me accountable because I'm such a – we're both such social people but I know I just get so – distracted easily by that and I can either work my ass off and work really hard or I can get so distracted in that and let everything slip a bit. Mm. But, you know, we've set ourselves those six months in Sydney before we move overseas to really see how, you know, we can get the podcast moving or new business ventures Mm. and other exciting stuff that we're working on that you're going to find out about soon. (laughs) Um, But we've just got a lot to do. So, you know, we're holding each other accountable to that and I also think, yeah, just getting – more intentional about who I'm surrounding myself with and mm. where I'm putting my energy. Like it's as large and as simple as that. Like that is my goal. I think for me I really want to have like routine routine
1: and ritual, like similar mm. to what you said, mm-hmm. but like every day I want to be doing – something that's feeding my soul, whether that for be sure. journaling, meditating or going for a walk or just reading.
0: Like I want to read more. Like that was really – That was our goal yeah. that we set when we um started this podcast. We wanted to be reading every week yeah. something new. And I just want to be doing like
1: a few like challenging new things too. Yeah. Like I want to do maybe like a retreat where I have to challenge yeah. myself or I just want to do something where I'm going to learn a bit more discipline. Yeah.
0: And – um. Yeah, just something Mm -hmm. that's going to challenge me, something a bit different. Mm. I think it's so exciting that we're going to be living together so we can really hold each other accountable to that Mm. because it's so much easier when you've got someone as well in that same path, the same goals in that area. Mm. And we've got something bigger we're working towards, which is moving overseas. So it's like it's great that we've got that. And we've got the business as well to constantly motivate us and to kind of –
1: hold us in focus I just want
0: to cook more I want to Same. like cook at home more remember all the meals you used to make
1: used to cook so much yes. and guys when we live together there's going to be so much YouTube content oh so much. that's a goal as well yeah. get back
0: on the YouTube grind yeah I know you guys love the vlogs I love the vlog I love watching our own vlogs I love watching them back they're so fun mm. and like you know our videos together are always so fun so we promise you like I think we'll probably do vlogs on our individual channels yeah. we haven't you know, we haven't talked about or thought much about having a a joint channel. A joint channel. I don't think we will. Like, we'll we'll try post us a lot on the Common Chaos Instagram. So make sure you're following that. We um we love our Instagram page. You guys and are amazing. Guys. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely have more vlogs and just much more interaction. And we've got lots in store for you for next season. We're gonna yeah. take the time off to really hone in and see what we can do to make this community even better than it already is. Uh, so excited, truly. Very excited. So grateful. So thank you guys for
1: tuning into this season. Thank you so much for listening to the episode, sharing it with your friends, writing in your
0: things your every time, your stories. I feel so close to all of you when I learn about all this stuff.
1: Yeah. And it's- thank you so much for the support that you guys have given mm-hmm. us just by sharing you know the episodes on your Instagram and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, we could not have expected, and di- I didn- could never have dreamed of the podcast going this well no, so far. No, like I can't believe we're also at our tenth episode. I know like, that's
1: crazy. I know. We've been doing this for ten weeks. Mental. I know. Absolutely mental. <laughs> that's almost three months.
0: How crazy wow. is that? Wow. Yep. Uh, I know. Wow. Oh
1: wait, no, it's not.
0: Is it? <laughs> Four, eight, twelve. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, maths. in two weeks it'll be three months. Wow. Yeah. Holy moly. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you have the most beautiful Christmas yeah. ever and, and New Year's. And New Year's and have amazing times with your family or if you're not with your family, with your friends. Like also just remember just to go really gentle on yourself over the holiday season. I think it can be quite triggering for a lot of people, so just don't put pressure on yourself. I yeah. know for me, I'm going to be feeling all sorts as well. So I'm just going to take everything Day by day. It's just another day. It's just another day. It really is. You can create your own traditions with your friends or within yourself. It doesn't have to be what everyone else is doing. So I just wanted to make sure we emphasize that because it's it's not all rainbows and unicorns for everyone. Yeah. And, you know,
1: everyone has different beliefs as well. Some people don't even celebrate Christmas. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, love you guys so much. We'll see you in season, season two. two. And we're going to have so much chaos so much to come back and tell you about once we're back. Oh, you make, wait. Make sure you're following the Common Chaos Instagram, our personal Instagrams, at Cardiamlan, at Ashtonwood, YouTubes. We're on TikTok. TikTok. You'll be able to see what we get up to over this uh, next few weeks. Yeah, we'll stay in touch over socials. We're not yeah. completely going I, know. I feel like grid. we're leaving. I, know. I feel like we're leaving them. I know. Anyway. I don't want to leave. I don't want to say goodbye. I don't, I don't want to say goodbye. All
2: right, all right. Merry Christmas and a happy, happy new, new year, year
0: from Com- and Asho, from Sue, Sue and Lou, Lou, from Common Chaos. Love you. Bye. <laughs> One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 your year to finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't actually help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. It's super convenient and helps you with actual conversation tips and tools so that you can learn how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while on vacation. It can just give you that extra confidence when in a foreign country or a non-English speaking country. Plus, Babel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babel subscription, but only for our listeners at babble.com slash chaos. Get up to 60% off at babble.com slash chaos, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash chaos.
2: Rules and restrictions may apply.